1: Mutual presents The Mysterious Traveler.
2: This is The Mysterious Traveler, inviting you to join me on another journey into the realm of the strange and the terrifying. I hope you will enjoy the trip, that it will thrill you a little and chill you a little. So settle back, get a good grip on your nerves, and be comfortable. If you can. we going? Why, today we're going to venture into a fantastic and little-known field, the human mind. It's a story I call Mind Over Murder. On a stretch of green lawn, at the top of high cliffs looking over the Atlantic Ocean, the great Ricardo... Who claims to be the world's greatest mind reader is practicing his art. He's preparing for the vaudeville tour he's soon to begin. Assisting him are his lovely young wife, Ellen, and uh, Carl Gartha. That's it, Carl. Tie the handkerchief tightly over my eyes. Now, are you sure I can see nothing? Nothing whatever?
1: I know positive you can't,
2: Mr. Ricardo. I'll bet my month's wages on it. You are quite right. My eyes are in darkness. But my mind is not. Ellen?
3: Yes, Ricardo?
2: You you bring out the basket of books I asked you to?
3: Yes. I have them here.
2: All right, Carl. Go pick a book out of the basket. Any book at all. Sure
1: thing,
3: Mr. Ricardo.
2: Now what? Now open it to a page. Any page. Have you done this? Yes. Yeah. Good. Now concentrate on the book. Think about the title and the number of the page. Think about it now. Ah,
3: uh,
2: yes, it is coming to me. The title is Murder by Experts and the Page. You have opened it to page 27. That's right, Mr. McCarran. Look, gosh, I, I don't know how you do it. Well, it's very simple, Carl. With the eyes of my mind, I read your thoughts. Now, I want to try something else. Ellen.
3: Yes, Ricardo.
2: Sit in the wicker chair over here on my right. Turn your back to both me and Carl. Please,
3: uh, you aren't going to...
2: Please do not argue. Do as I say.
3: Oh, I just can't. Yesterday, my headache for hours, please. Oh,
2: don't me. It would come easier. In time, sit down. All right. All right. Make your mind free of all thoughts. I want you to look with your mind into Carl, and to read there what his eyes see on the page before must him. I, I have said that you must. All right.
3: I'll try.
2: Now, Carl. Yes, Mr. Colonel. Take another book, open it to the first page of a story, and concentrate on it. Right. I get you. Now, Ellen. Read the page of the carless looking. looking. I command you, by the powers of the mind, read.
3: My head hurts so it's so difficult to slip.
2: Read? I...
3: I... see something. Words. Title. Vision. Judgment. H. G.
2: Continue with...
3: No, I can't make it out of both rooms. I can't see anything clearly. Oh, my head! Carl,
2: was she correct? Uh, well, uh, yes. Well, that's all I want to know. You can leave now.
3: Uh, okay, Mr. Ricardo. Uh,
1: the roses is deep watering. I had better tend to him right away. Yes, right away.
2: Trust me, in He's afraid of me. How do you feel, Ellen?
3: My head
2: hurts. Is... There, there, my dear. It will quickly pass. And in no time, you'll find the whole thing as easy as in your nose,
3: Ricardo, I can't. I, I, I just can't help you when you're at When you tell me to try to read something in Charles' mind, I feel as if my brain were
2: going to split. You will help me, my beautiful one. Oh. You will see. Now, I'm going into the house. You may sit there and look at the ocean until your head feels better. Or you will have company. I see my handsome young set coming forth. you. You must be nice to him, then. He's really a very good professor. Oh, there you are, Ricardo. I was looking for oh. you. Oh, it's too bad your mind is one of the few I cannot penetrate, Tom, or I would have known that. Uh, was it about something special? Oh, just about these advanced stories to go out to the Boston editors. I have them all written. Oh, excellent. I'm going up to the house now, and I'll read them right away. Uh, stay and keep Ellen company, Tom. I'll see you both, presently. All right, Ricardo. What's the matter, darling? What's he been doing?
3: He's making, Tom. I just have a little headache.
2: They're making you work with him in his act again, hasn't he? He
3: Tom. I'm, I'm, I'm all right, Helen,
2: really. Alan, listen to me. You know things can't go on the way they are. You've got to leave Ricardo, do you hear? Leave him and divorce
3: No, Tom, I can't. I just can't. He's
2: scared the death of him, but there's no reason to be. He's just a phony mind-reader. No, reader.
3: Tom. He's not phony. He can read minds. Sometimes he tells me just what I've been thinking. Oh, Tom, it's I can and sleep. I wish I could, please. Please
2: don't let me. If I try, you might do something. Something terrible. No matter what, i to get you away from Ricardo. I'll kidnap you if necessary. I'll... Here he
3: comes, back. Oh, well,
2: I'm glad to see you're feeling better, Harry. Is it Tom who put that sparkle in your eye and that brush in your teeth? I course not. I would not like it if I thought so. I should be very angry if my beloved had eyes for anyone but me. Have Have you, Ellen?
3: No. No, of course not.
2: For you love me, devotedly, do you not?
3: I, I love you. you.
2: You always will in this world and in the next.
3: I always will.
2: In this world and the next. Now you see, Tom? You see why I dare leave my lovely Ellen alone with you? I have perfect faith in her. When we start our tour, week after next, I will be quite busy much of the time, and I hope you won't mind keeping Ellen from being lonely. I'm sure the trip won't bore you. I expect it to be more entertaining. Ricardo's still in the diner. Are you ready?
3: Yes, I, I just don't for putting on my hat and coat. I didn't pass anything because you said not to, but. Oh, Tom, I'm frightened.
2: Ellen, you've got to get a hold of yourself. Ricardo's not superhuman.
3: No, sometimes I think he is, Tom. I'm positive that he knows everything we think. He's just playing with us. He seems all, so, so moved ever since the tour started. He thinks he have been deliberately throwing us together just to see what happens.
2: Stop worrying. In a minute, you'll be through with him forever. The bus for Chicago leaving Bridgeville five minutes after we get off. Chicago, you can stay with my mother until you can get a divorce. Then you're going to marry me. Tom, That's
3: the whistle for Bridget. We're going to
2: the station. Quick, get your coat. All right, I'm
3: coming with I'll you a hand,
2: dear.
3: Got it on. Ricardo!
2: Yes, my dear. I-, I was worrying about your headache, so I left my lunch to come and see how you were.
3: Well, I- I'm feeling a little better. I was going to take a walk on the platform and get some paper.
2: Yes, I see you have your coat on. Oh, but alas, we only stop for a minute. Hardly long enough for a walk.
3: No, no, I, I suppose not. Uh,
2: so, uh, this is Bridget. The Town On the main bus route to Chicago, I understand. Uh, is it? Some uh, someday I should show you Chicago, Ellen. You'd like that, wouldn't you? Yes. I would like that. Ricardo, stop torturing. Torturing? Torturing. Ellen? Why, Tom, what a curious idea I would give my life for Ellen. And she for me, wouldn't you, darling?
3: Yes. I'd give my life for you. To most people, that is an
2: empty phrase. But Ellen means it. I will prove it to you, Tom. I'm not interested. Oh, but Mm -hmm. you are. Ellen, my love. Yes. Ricardo. Ellen, I'm taking a revolver from my pocket. Here, now you take it from me. Yes, Ricardo. What are you up to? Point to the valve at your heart, my dear, and pull the trigger. Yes, yeah, Ricardo. Ellen, stop, stop. No, Tom. my wrist. You shall not interfere. Ellen, and pull the trigger.
3: Yes. Yeah. I'll pull it.
2: Ellen, you... What? Nothing happened. No, of course not. The gun was empty. But Ellen didn't know that. Did you, my darling? No. I didn't know and So she would have died just because I asked her to. Such devotion is very rare. It is the kind that lasts through all eternity at our age. For we shall always be together, Ellen and I, while we live. And after we die, nothing will ever separate us. Nothing. Whatever. <laughs> And so the great Ricardo's triumphal tour continued. Newspaper stories told of his amazing feats and of the feats almost as marvelous performed at his direction by his pale and lovely wife. Twice Tom urged Ellen to flee with him, but both times Ricardo appeared upon the scene, smiling as though knowing every word that had been said. So at last Tom changed his tactics. Waiting until one evening when Ricardo was in the midst of his performance concentrating on holding a great audience spellbound. And now, ladies and gentlemen, someone among you is thinking of the initials E.N. Somebody quite close to me. Tom, listen for a moment. But he was quite sure that Ricardo's attention was fully absorbed. Then he left his place in the wings and slipped swiftly back to to knock on a door marked with a gold star.
3: Ellen. Oh, yes, Tom.
2: I want to talk to you.
3: You shouldn't be here, Tom. But
2: the Never mind, I... Ricardo. Put on your coat. My
3: coat? But the performance won't be over for half an hour.
2: Ellen. Ellen, I've got to plan the full Ricardo.
3: Will you trust me? If he catches us, he might kill you.
2: This is one time he's not going to be clever enough. Just put on your coat and come along without asking any questions.
3: But uh, uh, where are we, Tom? We've been driving for an hour, turning this way and that, and I haven't any idea which way we've come.
2: We're not supposed to have, Ellen. Don't you see, if you don't know where you are, Ricardo can never know either. Even if he can make contact with your mind from this distance.
3: I never thought of that.
2: <laughs> but I did. So this time I made my plans without telling you.
3: The Hillview Inn. Oh, what a quaint little place, Tom. And oh, what a lovely view over the hills.
2: Yes, isn't it? it's a funny little place. I found the ad in the paper. I've engaged a room for you and one for me. We'll stay here tonight. Right. Tomorrow, Ricardo will be in Buffalo, and we'll be heading in the office of
3: direction. Tom, there's someone standing in the shadow beside the porch. That's
2: probably the manager waiting for us. Is that you, Mr. Adams? But no, Tom. This is I, the castle. The oh. oh. Yes, my beloved. I've been waiting for you. What took you so long, Tom? How did you get here? How did you know we were coming here? Why, well, Tom? It, it was I who told you to bring Ellen here. That's a lie. No one knew we were coming here but myself. Did you think this was your idea? On the contrary, I put the thought into your head. Every bit of it. That's impossible. I even suggested to you to look in the paper where you could find the advertisement for this delightful little inn. I,
3: I don't believe but it. Yes,
2: Tom. Last, after painful effort. I have succeeded in forcing my thoughts into your mind. And now, now I have another little matter to settle with you. Your undesired attentions to my wife. Ellen isn't your wife anymore, Ricardo. She's left you for good. Ellen, is that true? No, Ricardo.
3: I love you. Ellen, he's making you say that.
2: Ellen, my dear, tell Tom just how you feel toward him.
3: I've been playing with you, Tom... Amuse myself. You've
2: been very it. I'm not impressed by your tricks, Ricardo. Ellen is leaving here with me now. Ellen is not leaving. But you are. You see that railing behind you? Beyond it is a fifty foot drop to a rocky ledge. What of it? In a moment you are going to fall accidentally over that railing and be killed. You see, there are only the two of us, and I am far stronger than you. Oh, now. I will show you a trick of oriental wrestling. Come, look out. Baby, I know some tricks. True, uh, Ricardo. Now, how do you like this one? Ah, ah. Oh, Tom, he's
3: going to win. Ah. Look, look. He's lying down there on the ledge. His body's all twisted.
2: Yeah. Uh, I'm. I'm afraid he's dead.
3: No. Oh. No, he isn't. He's alive. He's in pain. It's making me feel pain, too. No. No. Stop it. Stop it! No,
2: the great Ricardo, mind reader extraordinary, was not dead. A week afterwards, he hovered on the borderline between life and death. And then as if Pulling himself back to life by the sheer strength of his will, he slowly won his fight. But though he lived, his fall had paralyzed his body, leaving only his mind fully alive. He lay in a hospital bed, ill breathing, but unable to move, to speak, or even to open his eyes. So. So he's definitely going to live. There's no longer any doubt of it. Almost a miracle.
1: I didn't think any man could survive such an injury.
3: He wouldn't let himself die. Most of us want to live, I've discovered. I mean he deliberately refused to die. He kept saying to himself, I will not die. I will not die.
2: You could hear him? But he's paralyzed. He can't
3: speak. I could hear his voice in my mind.
1: Oh, I see. Yes, he's going to live. He'll never move, nor speak,
2: nor see again.
3: Yes, he knows that.
2: I beg your
3: pardon? Ricardo knows that he'll never recover. He wants to go home. I have to take him there. I will look after him.
2: Well,
3: Ellen, you can't. I have to. 100%. I'm his prisoner again. The prisoner of From this time, I'll never escape. Ah.
2: So the great Ricardo returned home, a living dead man. There in the house on the cliff, aided only by a nurse who relieved her at night, Ellen cared for him. Tom stayed close by to help her in any way he could and did his best to persuade her to turn Ricardo's care over to professional nurses. Ellen, listen to me. You can't ruin your life like this just to care for a man you hate. I have
3: to. I can't go away. You won't let me leave the house. I do. I find myself turning back without knowing what I'm doing. But, Ellen, you Karen, My mind isn't my own. He controls it. I in his bed in that room there, never moving. Ricardo controls my mind. Oh,
2: Ellen, I'm sure that's just a delusion a psychiatrist could prove it to you. Ricardo was injured. Help But his he... mind
3: isn't more powerful than ever. All his strength is concentrated in it. It went for the power of his will, he died. He doesn't want to die. Planning something. Planning what? I don't know. But he still hates you once again.
2: Now, you are letting your imagination run away with you. What can a man in Ricardo's condition do? I
3: don't know, but he has something in his mind. Tell him you're
2: overwrought. You need sleep, you. Look, darling. Why not take a sedative and go to bed? In the morning, we can talk again.
3: I have to wait until a nightmare starts. All right, I'll stay with
2: him until then. now, go on, go on. Get to bed. All
3: right, Tom. I do need rest. But uh, you better wait in
2: the room with him. I'll go, I'll go in now. Good night, Ellen. Good night, Tom. <laughs> oh, there you are. A great car. <sharp> a <inhale> man who was better than anyone else I know. And now you're a living dead man. I wish you were a dead one. Then why don't you kill me, Tom? What? Why don't you kill me? Just put your hand over my mouth for a moment and you'll be rid of me. Carter. You can't be talking. You're paralyzed. I can speak to you, Tom. I speak with my mind, not with my voice. No, I, I don't believe it. Just now you were trying to get Ellen to leave me, but she never will. Ellen and I are joined together for all eternity. I'm going to free her from you somehow, do you hear, Ricardo? Oh, now you're threatening me. That means you do believe my mind can speak to yours. Good. We'll have many interesting conversations in the days to come. Now, I'm going to rest. Good night, Tom. I shall see you tomorrow. You won't want to come, but you will. Ooh. The water what, I have some interesting information for you. But first, sit down. I think I'll stand. Sit down. I won't. Uh, you see, you are seated. Are you? Yes. I forced you to seat yourself because my mind has established control over your mind. Mm. So sit quietly and hear what I have to say. All right. What is this information of yours? I am dying. You don't think that makes me sorry, do you? Doctors do not know it, but my heart is weakening. If I relaxed my willpower for an instant, I would go out like a candle in the wind. One oh, no, of the better. I am so. I had great plans, but no matter. In your mind, how I read thought Ellen will be free, but you are wrong. Ellen is coming with me. What do you mean? What do you mean, coming with you? I have said that we would be together in life and in death, and so we shall. Ellen and I will die together. Devil, if I thought you could hurt Ellen, I'd kill you myself. Oh, no, Tom, you will kill me. You are going to kill Ellen. No, that's impossible. There is a drawer in that table beside you. Open it. No. Open it. No. In the drawer is my revolver. Take it up now. Take it up. Yeah. Well? With that gun, you are going to shoot Ellen. You will be executed for it to the murderer thus I will have my revenge. And because we shall die almost at the same instant, my soul and Ellen's will be forever joined. No, you can't force me to hurt Ellen. That's one thing you can't do. Stand up. No, you... You see, my mind does control yours. Though I lie here helpless, but I command you must do... I'll shoot you instead. You see, you cannot even... There, Ellen lies asleep at my orders. You will walk over there. You will point the gun at her forehead. And you will pull the trigger. You can't make me do that. Walk, Tom. No, I... Keep on. Another step. There. Now, move the screen aside. No, no. Move the screen. Ellen! Ellen! you, Tom. Aim the gun well. Fire. Oh, Helen. Helen, wake up. She will never wake again in this world. Pull the trigger. I won't. I won't. Pull the trigger. (laughs)
3: Helen. Oh, Helen.
2: Yes. Yes, her mind has gone blank. I can no longer stand it. You
3: have killed her. Helen, I've to do it. I must do it. Ellen, speak to me. She
2: is dead. And when the police come, they will arrest you, and you will die for her murder. I don't care. Now that Ellen's dead, I don't want to live. But first, I'll make sure that you die too, Ricardo. That is not necessary. I am going now of my own accord. I am relaxing I will, letting myself slip into the dark silence of death where Ellen is waiting for me. She's there. She's just across the threshold. Waiting for me. She's eager for me. I shot you. I thought I killed you. Huh? Killed? You? Yes, but I, I I didn't. I only wounded. Careful. Oh, I
3: don't
2: understand, Tony. It's a car. a coward. is feeling. He's gone. He's gone. He's gone. Oh, I see it all now. I thought I'd killed you because I thought so. Ricardo thought so too. But I was wrong. And because I was wrong, he was wrong, too. No. He's dead? Yes, Ellen, Free of him. Free of him forever. Ricardo made a mistake and let himself die believing that you were already dead. Oh, yes, my darling. This time he's gone for good. Ricardo was clever. But in the end, he outwitted himself.
1: as the mysterious traveler again. Did you enjoy our little trip?
2: What became of Tom and Ellen? Why, Ellen's wound was serious, but far from fatal. Not nearly as fatal as Ricardo's mistake. Tom and Ellen are very happy now. But I wonder if they're as safe as they think they are. When you're dealing with a mind like Ricardo's, can you ever be quite sure even though he is dead? I knew a man once everybody thought was dead, and he... Oh, you have to get off here. I'm sorry. But I'm sure we'll meet again. You see, I take the same train every week at this time.
1: just heard The Mysterious Traveler, a series of dramas of the strange and terrifying. In today's cast were Maurice Coughlin, James Van Dyke, Jan Miner, Ian Martin, and Rod Hendrickson. Original music was played by Charles Paul. The Mysterious Traveler is written, produced, and directed by Bob Arthur and David Cogan. Listen next week to a tale titled
2: death and the devil.
1: Another strange and terrifying tale of the mysterious traveler. The mysterious traveler has come to you from our New York studios. Carl Caruso speaking. This is the Mutual Broadcasting System.